0: Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 7th of September, the 251st day of this leap year of 2020, with 115 days remaining until 2021. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide was over 26.4 million, amounting to an increase of over 1.9 million since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week was nearing 6.2 million, an increase again of 300,000 cases since the week before. In second place toward the end of last week was again Brazil, its confirmed cases over 4.1 million. India, again, was in third place, with a cumulative total nearing 4.1 million confirmed cases. Russia was again in fourth place, having approximately 1.1 million confirmed cases. Followed somewhat distantly by Peru in fifth place at approximately 658,000 confirmed cases. South Africa and Colombia swapped places this past week, with Colombia now in sixth place having nearly 642,000 cases and South Africa in seventh place at approximately 634,000 confirmed cases. The number of deaths from COVID-19 globally by this past Friday was nearing 870,000, up almost 37,000 from the previous week. This past Friday, confirmed COVID-19 deaths in the United States totaled almost 187,000, up again nearly 6,000 deaths from the previous week. In other words, nationwide COVID-19 this past week has been killing on average at least 857 United States citizens per day. We remain the number one hotspot for coronavirus deaths on the planet, with Brazil again in second place, having nearly 125,000 deaths. Mexico and India swapped places this past week, with India now in third place, having nearly 69,000 deaths, and Mexico in fourth place with close to 67,000 deaths. Heavenward in the eastern sky late tonight, tomorrow night, and the night after, our waning gibbous moon will be skirting the constellation Taurus the Bull around midnight and afterwards although the waning moon continues fairly brightly, the star-sketched figure of the bull should be discernible along with Taurus's brightest star, Aldebaran, and the diminutive, misty, dipper-shaped Pleiades star cluster. Remember the Pleiades are known as Subaru in Japanese and should be a familiar automotive logo to us in New England. Today in 1533, If the appropriate conversions were made from the Julian to the Gregorian calendar, Elizabeth I was born to Henry VIII and the ill-fated Anne Boleyn. Soon Henry had beheaded not only Elizabeth's mother, but also Elizabeth's stepmother, Catherine Howard. A further trauma included, at age 14, discovering that Lord Admiral Thomas Seymour, upon whom Elizabeth had had a girlish crush, was hoping to marry her and seize control of England. Biographer Ed Morrow advances a rumor that young Elizabeth miscarried a child by Seymour, who would eventually meet his end at the Executioner's Block. Becoming queen at 25 in 1558, Elizabeth continued to be intrigued by men similar to Seymour. Youthful, adventurous, dashing, but did not marry, likely because of her not wanting to share power, though she phrased it this way, I am already married to a husband, which is the people of England. The plus side to this was keeping England free from foreign entanglements that a foreign consort would certainly have engendered. Elizabeth had this to say about men with volatile tempers. Anger makes men witty, but it keeps them poor. She reigned for 44 years. Today, in 1936, Charles Hardin Holly was born in Lubbock, Texas, in a musical family and by his mid-teens had already made his first appearance on television. His meteoric rise through country and western into mostly rock and roll had him recording hundreds of songs, though only a few were released during his lifetime. Among them, That'll Be the Day, which held at number one, and Peggy Sue, which held at number three. Along the way, he dropped the E in Holly, but retained his childhood nickname of Buddy, Today, in 1986, Bishop Desmond Tutu became the first black man to become Archbishop of Cape Town, South Africa, two years after winning the Nobel Peace Prize for his nonviolent opposition to apartheid in South Africa. This past week, my girlfriend and I embarked on a novel experiment, appropriate enough as the experiment in no small ways involves the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. Most years at the cusp of August into September, we're engaged in the traditional experiment of opening up the new academic year. But 2020 includes a challenging collection of additional variables, largely the result of dollar-driven educational administration. From outward appearances, the Orono campus is different from any other fall of the past 43 years, the length of my acquaintance. Parking places are easy to find, walkways are uncongested many classrooms are empty their audiences instead having been rerouted into one or another of the many amphitheaters and lecture halls to accommodate social distancing a term a colleague of mine challenges by remonstrating it shouldn't we be saying physical distancing because the administration wants to show some progress in opening up campus At least a little we have a limited number of face-to-face classes but many of those face-to-face classes have in this past week already morphed into hybrid classes because the administration also wants to accommodate any students who since registering a few months back for in-person classes have had a change of heart and instead now want to attend remotely so that what some of us attempting to teach the classes now have is a three ring circus with half the class in front of us in the classroom and half the class as individualized talking heads in the various sized squares of a Zoom transmission, appearing on a fair sized monitor, hanging either at the front of the class or the back of the class, or both. So my girlfriend and I are developing our new roles as game show hosts, working with the audience at hand and with the audience at home or wherever they might be in Zoom land. Today is also the birthday of Grandma Moses in 1860, of Richard Roundtree in 1942, and of Gloria Gaynor in 1949. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the 12th official week of summer 2020. The autumnal equinox is two weeks away.